When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Bruce Willis. Alex Trebek. Lindsay Lohan. These are all sorts of people. <laughs> but why? Am I mentioning them now? You're about to find out here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Welcome to Monday Morning on the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along today with Holly Roberts and for Colleen. She'll be back next week. And in the meantime, in between time, let's get right to it and find out what you need to hear to kick off your Monday afternoon. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door one. What do you got, Hal? What do I got? Bradley. What? Alex Trebek may be leaving Jeopardy. What? Sooner than we think. I know. Alex Trebek is talking about retiring from his hosting duties from the long-running game show. And he has an idea about who would be best to replace him. Actually, he has several ideas. So Alex Trebek, 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 he sat down with Harvey Levin on Harvey Levin's latest episode of his show, Objectified. And here's what Alex Trebek had to say about possibly retiring as host of Jeopardy. Um, Your contract is up on Jeopardy in 2020. Can you imagine a life without Jeopardy? Sure. Who would be a good, solid host of the show if you retire. Uh, mentioned to our producer not so long ago that the fellow who does play-by-play for the Los Angeles Kings, they should consider him. What about a woman? Um, there is an attorney. Laura Coates. She's African-American. And she appears on some of the uh, cable news shows from time to time. What, um, what are the odds that you will stay after 2020, right now. 50-50 and a little less. Okay, this is like the weirdest interview at all. Also, was he doing a little post-production there where he goes, anchor <laughs> and sometime, whatever he said about Laura Coates. Uh, Her uh, name is Laura Coates and she's an African-American. Oh, Bradley, I'm so glad that you noticed that because what you didn't get is the visual of this clip. And in this clip, they cut away from Alex Trebek and uh, show a picture of that attorney. And it's obviously that they inserted the name of that woman in post-production. And when you hear it, it's very obvious. But yes, they just did that for context because I don't think Alex Trebek actually said her name in the interview. Oh, okay. Um, also, he is he not like the worst interview ever? Like those answers <laughs> were just so like dry and there was nothing to them. It was just like, I will answer your question. Yes. There was no sort of, you know insight into the world of yeah, Alex or just Trebek. Rela- it wasn't very relaxed. This is the I man. I don't know, maybe the, maybe the Harvey Levin was uh, 
you know, sort of like just throwing questions at him. But I don't feel like Harvey Levin would uh, necessarily draw the warm and fuzzies from any one individual. Now, remember, Alex Trebek, of course, is the person who chased away a criminal from his hotel room while he was completely naked. You remember that story? What is? No, I don't actually. What? Yes, Bradley. This happened a couple of years ago. Somebody broke into Alex Trebek's hotel room and Alex Trebek chased away the criminal completely naked. Wow. Why would you need to chase anybody? I feel like at the point at which they flee, you just stop. Like, I don't chase people who are trying to burgle my residence, right? I mean, have you tried it? Naked? No, All no, because right. I don't sleep naked. So okay, That's well, the nah. All right, let's move oh on. My God. We had door number two. Let's see what we got. Okay, so there was a giant. I missed this whole Bruce Willis roast, but it happened, and there were some really choice bits. In fact, we could probably have done a whole segment on the the uh, roasties that happened, the zingers that happened during the uh, Bruce Willis roast. But here is none other than someone we've not heard from in a while. At least in her own words, Demi Moore roasting Bruce Willis. Are you surprised? Yes. Yes, I knew he would be. I mean, even though I went over everything yesterday, I knew he'd forget. (laughs) But I was there for some special moments, like groundbreaking. I mean, when Bruce, he he got his career-breaking moment in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I mean, it was... It seemed really odd at the time. I mean, he's big action star, like doing a little indie film. But Bruce went over to Harvey Weinstein's hotel. And I don't know, he came back swinging that ball gag. And man, he said, I got the part. You know, after our divorce, he said um, that he considered the end of our marriage his biggest failure. But Bruce... Don't be so hard on yourself. You have had much bigger failures. I mean, Planet Hollywood, Hudson Hawk, Striking Distance, come on. Campaigning for Michael Dukakis. I mean, turning down Clooney's role in Ocean's Eleven to focus on playing the harmonica. I mean, I mean, I could go on, but they said it's a, a two-hour show. Yeah, we haven't heard from Demi Moore in a long time. Also, for those of you who are under the age of, I don't know, 30, they were married. That's why that was funny for a long time. I think like from the late 80s until the late 90s, at least. So they had what, three kids together. Mm -hmm. And um, so she obviously knew a thing or two. She's clearly not a comedian, though. And it's one of those people I, I. I just feel bad anytime somebody who's not a comedian has to go on a roast. Like I, if I were roasting someone, it would sound as uncomfortable as Demi Moore. Like, and then, and one time you went to the store and you thought it, I mean, that's and just, that, and then yeah. Michael Dukakis. When was the yeah. last time anybody name dropped Michael Dukakis? Nobody knows Woo! what a Michael Dukakis even is. Exactly. They didn't then. They still don't. Ooh, sick burn. Moving on. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Uh, the last thing that you need to hear to be in the know today during the three at 1203 comes from one Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. She, what she's up to or what is she up to? Well, she has a new reality series on MTV and she wants you to know all about it. Let's hear from Lindsay Lohan herself about her new MTV reality series. Pack your bags, MTV. We're going to Mykonos. 
I've joined the MTV family, and I'm Lindsay Lohan. Get ready. Lindsay, okay, get ready. I'm not. Mykonos, you're not ready for this, Bradley. I will be watching this for everyone. Um, you know, I'm I'm not opposed to watching it in the way that I'm not opposed to watching any horrific event occur <laughs> so that I can witness history. But um, I don't understand where this comes from. Like, what? Who in their right mind was like, "Yeah, we need a Lindsay Lohan reality show right now." So right? says Nina Diaz, president of programming what for MTV. Say? So this is what the president of uh, programming at MTV has to say about the Lohan Beach Club. That's the name of the show, the new reality series about Lindsay Lohan's beach clubs in Greece. She says the Lohan Beach Club offers viewer, viewers VIP access to the one of the most exclusive destinations in the world and a behind the scenes look at how a young, successful entrepreneur runs her empire. <laughs> Okay, here's what I need to know. Jokes. Here's okay. So, yeah, we can poke fun at Lindsay Lohan and ha ha, Lindsay Lohan, and yeah. or we could talk about the blind items that Lindsay Lohan is basically just a high paid uh, sex worker. But I digress. Here's what I really want to know. I want an investigative journalist. I want a Ronan Farrow to tell me. And maybe these things are Googleable, and I could just figure this out. But I want to know who foot the bill for all these clubs like is it a situation where she just licensed her name like donald trump style like it's trump tower dubai and you know they just did a uh presto changeo and she's just sort of doing advertising kind of like i don't know so many business ventures like martha stewart putting her name on something right that is actually owned by somebody else and she's just getting a fee is that the case and then if so i want to know because here's what i'm seeing please when we hear this trailer come out i think to myself this show this docuseries which just means a one one-off reality show because clearly they're not going to be able to make a lot happen to do multiple series that's right what, when you hear the word docuseries it just means probably crappy reality show exactly okay so yes. we get that fine. we get that but i feel like that crappy reality show is all for what TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Eh. The purpose of that reality show is to sell uh, business for these nightclubs. It's yes. like to make those more valuable. Oh, of course, to so make them a hot who, destination. So then who is connecting the dots to get them a reality show on MTV? Right. So they were like, if we get a reality show, that'll drive business. It's just a marketing ploy so to want, get people to go to the nightclubs. And what you're saying is, where does the money from the nightclubs even where does it originate? Because She doesn't have like I don't feel like she has enough liquid cash to start opening all these nightclubs all no. over. I mean, she either the rumors are essentially that she's like, you know, basically just living off the wealth of others. And while she might have some of her own. She's not really like a Kim Kardashian, Kris Jenner business entrepreneur. No, I'm afraid if we go down that rabbit hole, Bradley, we may not like what we find. But I think that would be an interesting read. That's why oh, I'm totally. saying some investigative journalist needs yes. to get on it, even though they won't, because they'll be like, who cares? But like, I'm over here caring. We care. We care about this. We want to follow the money trail of Lindsay Lohan. Now, somebody needs to go and investigate. That person most likely is not us. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, if anybody out there knows, let us know because we need to know the answer. We need to get to the bottom of all of this. Exactly. Holly. Bradley. When we come back, you are going to bring us 
all the latest from Hollywood, are you not? Yeah, I'm trying to get money from Bow Wow right now, and I'm going to tell you how you can get money oh! from Bow Wow. I was just going to ask you for a nice little tease, and look, you gave it to us. Mm-hmm. Find out more when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And she brought the dirt. Today, instead of uh, the beautiful Elizabeth Reese, it's the beautiful Holly Roberts. And she's got all the latest on how you can make some money with little, what's his name? Bow Wow. Bow wow. Just Bow Wow. Just He's bow wow, a grown wow. adult now, Bradley. So this all stems from Twitter. And Bow Wow was having some issues over the weekend. He was getting into some Twitter beefs about some photographs that were posted of him online, him cheating. So there's a lot of drama, yada, yada, yada. Now we come to today where Bow Wow said that he wants to quit show business, sell everything, and go work at a GameStop. Meaning he wants to go work at a video game store. First of all, they still have those. Yes. What do you buy? Games. Like a cartridge? Yeah, the 8-bit kind that you blow the air into. No, Bradley, video (sighs) gaming has moved beyond that. But Bow Wow wants to chuck it all in, and he wants to give away all of his money. And allegedly, Bow Wow is giving away money on the Cash app. Somebody asked him for money, and then... He got money back, Bradley. So this is actually a thing that is happening online. Poor Bow Wow. He's not in a good state. Now, he did admit that maybe he shouldn't have gone off on his haters on Twitter and maybe he should have talked to a therapist about it. Good call for you, Bow Wow. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, piece of advice for all people everywhere. Yeah, but <laughs> don't he, <laughs> necessarily go to Twitter exactly. with your problems. Now he did tweet a couple hours ago. I'm cash apping all my money away today. So if you want some free money, y'all can have it. Let's see if you think money makes you happy. And then somebody said, "I mean, if you're offering, please and thanks." This guy named Todd. He asked for some money, and then allegedly he got some money back. Oh my God! I want some money. Yeah, but I'm afraid. It's too late. It, no, in as much as I don't want my information to be corrupted, this just seems a oh, little you don't odd. Wanna get- I don't want to participate in somebody having a moment and they're airing out their uh, their God, emotions that's so on grown social up media. Of you, Holly, Thank do you. you know where you work? P.S. Because I feel like this is something that we should, you know, get in on, or at least our listeners should, and then tell us about it. So yeah, go but, get some of Bow Wow's money and yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, but please don't blame us. Well, and how much money are we talking? Like 20 know. bucks, it's not worth it. 20,000 yeah. bucks, I'm here for you. I don't think that he's giving away $20,000, but you never know. If you ask nicely, he maybe give you a fiver, a tenner. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know. Might be worth I trying. I love this idea. I, maybe who else wants to give us money? 
Ooh. Because there's there's the like insanely rich people. Yes. I mean, they could just have fun. Like you could just do a game. Like let's get like Mark Cuba. What's his name? Cuban. Cuban. The owner Cuban of sandwich. the Houston Rockets. Yeah. The guy who's on that Shark show. Shark Tank. Shark Tank guy. That guy. Let's get him to just like every day he's going to give away $1,000. That dude could give away $1,000 every day and he would be fine. And like, think of all the lives he could change with a thousand dollars a day. He could change our lives. I mean, with my life would get better for at least a week. If yes, thousand dollars. Yes. It, right? Well, you know, honestly, wishing Bow Wow the best because it seems like he's having a difficult time dealing with internet trolls, and perhaps he needs to talk to somebody that's not online about it. Yeah. Moving on to that, uh, from that, Guardians of the Galaxy in the headlines. And this is a story that broke about a week and a half mm-hmm. ago that we haven't really been following closely. But if you're late to the game, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, was fired from his job about a week and a half half ago after some unsavory jokes that he wrote on Twitter resurfaced online again from about a decade ago. Disney fired him. A lot of people were taking issue with that. Now the entire Guardians of the Galaxy cast has written an open letter protesting Disney's firing of James Gunn. All the big cast members have signed this letter. Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, uh, Zoe Saldana, all the stars of the movie have signed this, hoping that Disney will give James Gunn his job back. I mean, this is... This is probably the most pushback on uh, a situation or a case like this that we've seen. Yeah, and uh, part of the letter reads that there is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say that this instances like this will continue. And they're hoping that... Uh, Maybe people will ease up on the character assassinations a little bit and stop weaponizing mob mentality. That's their argument, saying that basically people found these old tweets. They uh, used them against James Gunn in order to get him fired. You know, it's interesting, though, the the problem that people are going to have with something like this. Like, obviously, they know him. Yes. And they feel like they are willing to attach their names to um, to his character. Right. Right. They're, they're willing to vouch for it. So, like, I don't want to take away somebody's right to do that. But the problem with a situation like this and the problem with the world in which we live right now is that people will probably only see this as, oh, they are only willing to defend people's, um, you know, freedom of speech or what what have you, whatever when they're claiming. When them. it's convenient to their bottom line or convenient to their you know, close personal friendships or convenient to their career. Exactly. So that's the trouble, I guess, you know, and here's what nobody likes to do in this world anymore is take time to actually dig into the situation. And what I would prefer to do before I would, you know, render a judgment is find out like, what did he say? What happened? How did Disney make this decision? Have they made this decision in the past? Is he being treated unfairly? Like those are the things that you need to pay attention to. And um, but I will say that it's not any day of the week that that many high profile individuals are willing to slap their name up against, um, you know, somebody who's been accused of saying um, off color things. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we shall see if Disney decides to reverse their decision of firing James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. But the open letter is out there. It's online. You can read the whole thing for yourself. Now, speaking of Disney, they had a press conference on Friday saying that Princess Leia, played by Carrie Fisher, is indeed going to be a part of Star Wars Episode Nine. They're not recasting the role. They're not using CGI. But instead, they're using footage that was shot for the 
the newest Star Wars movie that included Princess Leia, The Force Awakens from 2015, and they're going to reinsert her using technology and the magic of movies. Do you have opinions about this? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I am. You know, and and they said, and uh, they made a point to say that they got the blessing from Billy Lord and the rest of uh, Carrie Fisher's living family. And so they're okay with it. It seems that Billy Lord is going to be a cast member in Star Wars Episode Nine. And you know what? Tell the story how you want it to be told. And I feel like they were in a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation. There would have been some people who would have been mad that Carrie Fisher wasn't a part of Star Wars Episode Nine. And then there are people who are like, oh, well, she's not here. So how can you use her likeness when she's not on this planet anymore? Well, and they already did this in a previous movie. Do you remember? Oh, gosh, I'm going to forget now. But he actually played the Admiral, not the Admiral. There's a guy in the Star Wars movie. Oh, you're talking about Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. No, not Christopher Lee. No, that's um, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. Well, I know what you're talking about. This was an issue that was in this last movie. And Not they, Rogue no. One. Was it Rogue One? No, it wasn't Rogue One. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. They used CGI they, to bring the character back to life, and it looked really weird. Yeah, and it was, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah, they brought somebody back from the 70s, and they were able to get his... We'll figure it out on the other yeah. side of the break, because that's the way, what breaks are good for. Billy D. Williams, officially a cast member of this movie. Yes! Yeah, Lando! And previous guest on this very program. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. Five questions. 30 seconds, you could win a prize. 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds, you can win a prize, but only at 1230. Right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. You guys, it's time to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. England. Whoville is a fictional city created by which author? Doctor Who. A TARDIS is a time machine from what sci-fi series? Doctor Who. Yes! Yay! You got it! Oh my gosh! Congratulations, you got that beautiful My Talk All t-shirt. Right, and Megan, we have your information, so the t-shirt is heading your way. Now, I would like to clarify, because she just kind of threw some stuff out there, and <laughs> I just gave it to her, but frankly, the correct answer for the Star Wars movie, Luke, I Am Your Father, that didn't come from one, two, or three. No. Although Empire technically it was two, because two but was... Yeah, but technically but it's, it's episode five. five. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. So even I knew that. I wasn't gonna quibble. She was throwing numbers out. I was like, let's move on. She got it. Fine. It's a t-shirt. I mean, we don't even know what day of the week. What day of the week it is, what we're playing, but now we do, right? Well, did you hear that weird other voice in the room? It wasn't just Holly and me. What wait, what? It's Donna. You know why? Why? Because it's time for Blinded by the Item. Donna Valentine is going to be playing Blinded by the Item with us all this week. That is the game where we guess the subjects of blind items from the website crazydaysandnights.net. Thanks, Donna, for joining us. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. I love this. I'm so glad that you're here. But just before we move on, Holly, I wanted to circle back because I told the audience we would do this. In the last segment, we were trying to figure out who else has been CGI'd within an inch of their life in a Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. And it was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And it was Peter Cushing, the now deceased actor who played Grand Moff Tarkin. And uh, I Googled it, but we also got a message from listener Jesse who said the same thing. And uh, by the way, little known fact, Peter Cushing also played Doctor Who in the one and only 
uh, motion picture version of Doctor Who. It's a long story. We'll move on. Hi, Donna. Hi. Are you ready for blind items? Yeah, I'm ready to talk it out. Right, yes, Holly, let's, let's it. talk it out. Let's think about an A-list singer back in the day, A-list singer slash television personality who's probably B-list right now. So a back in the day, A-list singer slash television personality who's probably B-list today is the subject of our first blind item. Bradley Donna, here it is. This back-in-the-day A-list singer-slash-television personality is still probably B-list just from the number of hours she spends on television each day all over the country. Her secret to keeping pounds off? Cocaine. (gasps) Oh. Wow. She is still on TV every day? Almost every day. Almost every day. What does that mean? Does that mean she's like a talk show host? Uh, Oh. Um, Is she on TV every day in the States? Is it like an infomercial situation? Close. Oh. oh. Like QVC situation? Mariah Carey situation? Uh, no. no. Liza Minnelli A-list situation? singer back in the day. Uh, back in the day. Think late 70s. Mid oh. to late 70s. Oh! Kathy Lee? Uh, oh. <laughs> that was fun, You're guess. getting closer. Oh. Uh, Suzanne Summers. Uh, oh. Okay, who sings? Who is a singer? And a TV personality. Singer who's a TV... She was a singer back in the 70s? Back in the 70s. She was also a TV personality in the 70s, also in the 90s, maybe even in the early 2000s. She's a spokesperson for multiple things, or she has been in the past. We should know this because Why don't we know this? Speak for yourself. And specifically, Um, she's been a spokesperson for mm, weight-related products. Oh, gosh. What's her her name? What's her face? You know know who this is. Um, Okay, the 70s. It's it's the sister, the famous Mormon sister. Oh, Marie Osmond. Yes! (gasps) No away. All right, read the blind item. (laughs) Now, this is just a blind item, merely gossip, but here it is. Marie Osmond, she spends a number of hours on television each day, and her secret to keeping the pounds off? Cocaine! No. I mean... I don't want to believe that. She's got lots of She did come of age in the 70s, and I am almost willing to believe that that was given to her medicinally at some point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I feel like back in the 70s, everybody was doing cocaine. Like, it, now everybody's smoking pot. Exactly. It was just used to put a little pep in your step. Yeah. But, I mean, she's an educated woman with lots of Have children. Have you seen her lately, though? In fact, I had this experience where I saw one of her commercials, and even Jamie was like, what happened to her? Because she doesn't look human anymore. A lot of plastic surgery. There's a lot going on. She looks kind of inflatable. Yeah, you know she I mean? does. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I hope that's not true. All right, moving on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-plus list mostly movie actor. An A-plus list mostly movie actor, the subject of the following blind item. Here okay. we go. Pretty interesting way this A-plus list mostly movie actor treats women he calls his girlfriends. He took his latest to lunch and then rented her out for a few hours to a friend and returned for some wine. What? What? Okay, that's Leo. Oh yes, my for sure. God. That has that smelled like Leonardo DiCaprio that's from a mile away. Gross. Let's let's uh let's do it. Yeah. Le- Leonardo DiCaprio uh, treats women he calls his girlfriends in an interesting way. He took his latest to lunch and then rented her out for a few hours to a friend and returned for some wine. <laughs> 
this wine what first of all that must be like a really good vintage right not bartles and james i mean you're not renting out your girlfriend for franzia what do you think he'd be renting her out for not for sex Uh, maybe for show what well, of course, sex. Why else do you rent out your girlfriend? Yeah. No, she's just going to, to be Because a... she makes a really good souffle. Because she's wonderful at conversation. Well, maybe yeah. she's like looks good on someone's arm. Okay. Oh, so innocent are you? I don't dog? think you've been around these blind items long enough. Leo just seems like he is a dirty like dog. Grandmaster Pimp mm-hmm. on a, like on a yacht in, you know, the Adriatic with, you know, Ooh, women that he rents out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which also, by the way, do we not find it shocking that he hasn't um, been called out for any Me Too stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or a little no. bit. I mean, I could yes. be wrong, but I just feel like of all these stories that we hear, you'd think somebody would come forward. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, Stay we tuned. shall see. Stay tuned. Exactly. Well, moving on, we got a confirmed blind item to get to. Now, a confirmed blind item means that CrazyDaysAndNights.net has actually published a name with this blind item. This blind item was published a couple of months ago, and it has to do with an A-B-plus list, mostly television actress. Again, an A-B-plus list, mostly television actress, is the subject of this blind item. I'm kind of in awe on how she does it, but this A minus B plus list, mostly television actress, all of you know, who has had other mm, more unusual gigs while also acting, managed to talk producers out of about $20,000 to buy clothes for the press of her new show. She then pocketed the money and used clothes she got for free from some designers. Ooh. Ooh. God, this should be obvious. Who do Th- we think this, this is? I know this isn't it. Don't buzz me. You you get buzzed on it. That's <laughs> oh, how it works. Sorry. I know it's not it, but it sounds like a Lindsay Lohan type. <laughs> who's not a TV actress. So this Technically. is a, an A minus B plus mostly TV actress. Now so she she's has got a new appeared sh- in movies. I want to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. that's when we see mostly, that means that they probably have appeared in, in okay. uh, other things like movies. So this is a new show that's coming out in the fall. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. I'm not sure when it comes out. Oh, okay. But it's new. But it is new. Yep. New-ish, meaning there's already a season out? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Well. Okay, so. I'm bad with TV She's got some other gigs. She used to be a presenter and a host on television, and then she transitioned into being an actress. Oh. So, like, someone, like, who is, like, a... What's her face, Chavez, uh, oh, Brooke, Brooke, whatever, Brooke or like a Carmen Electra, uh, or a, <laughs> keep going down. Yeah, I'm liking or a, this. Or what's uh, what's the woman's name? He used to date Jim Carrey, who does the New Year's Eve thing. Jenny McCarthy, that one. Uh, Darn, but close. Jenny McCarthy. Out of all the names you said, Donna. I think is the closest to this person. Okay. Closest meaning like familial or friendly? No, meaning or like that similar type. Along the same similar lines. career. Yeah. Okay. So Not TV Sophia host. Vergara. Uh, no. Should we go over to MTV? Uh, okay. Should we go over to ABC? <laughs> Let's just do that. <laughs> she also was famous for being in a relationship with a major sports star at one point in time. Oh, A Rod. Or not? No, um, um, like a Jessica Simpson. Uh, oh, I was that's getting good close. Though. No, uh, is she? 
has been in some superhero movies. Superhero movies? Mm Mm-hmm. God, I am horrible at TV ladies, apparently. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And she hosted, excuse me, a show about video games and geekdom, fandom. Oh, I know who this is, and I, I don't know her name. Um, help me help you. Um, she is... Oh, God. What is her name? Come on. I don't know. She I'm was also in the this. show The Newsroom. Oh, oh, Nicole Richie. Uh, oh. No, 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 she wasn't in Newsroom. That's another Did show. you just make that up? You, she was in Nicole Richie was in Good News. <laughs> Good News is right. yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, I love at least that. you got the word news in there. I love Holly. No, Donna. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm going to do at this point because right. I guarantee that somebody has already. Oh no, maybe not. Never no, mind. you're looking for no. answers. Oh man, she hosted a video game show. Yes, she was a person who leveraged her attractiveness and was like, "I'm hot, geeks. Look at me, and now I'm going to use you all and be an actor now." Oh, that's why I thought Carmen Electra. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you, it's Olivia Munn. Oh, oh! Olivia Munn. Wow. You should have said that she wasn't she in uh, Magic Mike. I don't know. Yeah, she was in or Magic Mike, right? Um, she was in Magic Mike, yeah. correct. All right, let me fill in the blank for you. Olivia Munn managed to talk producers out of about $20,000 to buy clothes for the press of her new show. She then pocketed the money and used clothes she got for free from designer. <laughs> Good for that's her. Pretty that's, smart. Like, that's smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart. <laughs> We're all like, yeah. We, we, hey, get look. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Why to pay not? tax on that then? Yes. If people give you money for clothes... Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. dumb because then you're. You yeah, know. but then you could also use it as a write off because it's part of your oh, professional sure. services in your professional life. Sure. Thanks for the tax no. advice. These were hey, hard. Donna, you no. did great today. And by Thanks. that, I mean you got none of them right. Thanks. Hey, I helped with Murray Osmond. You Suck did. It. You. Uh hey um you'll be back tomorrow thank you so much donna when we come back so the same people that ate tide pod uh tide pods are apparently now getting out of moving cars and videoing themselves dancing that is working holly's last nerve and she'll tell us about it when we come back right here on my talk 1071 so everybody is doing that that's the kiki challenge and um these are the same people that were eating tide pods holly's going to tell us what the kiki challenge is and why it might just be working her last nerve listen i'm telling you you getting on my last nerve colleen and bradley present working my last nerve you are stepping on my last nerve Kiki Challenge is working my last nerve, Bradley, because it's putting people in danger. Remember earlier this year when people were doing the Tide Pod Challenge? The Tide Pod Challenge was where people were putting Tide Pods in their mouths and then they were eating them. No, no, okay. no. That um, was awful. You know, right? I tried to pretend that none of that was actually real, that people weren't actually eating Tide Pods, that it was like, haha, this is a joke. 
but people actually were. So now <laughs> I've seen some of these um, Kiki challenges, but why is it working your last nerve? Bradley, the Kiki challenge is working my last nerve because people are actually getting hurt doing it. Look, I'm fun. I like fun. So tell people why they're getting hurt. Like, what is the challenge? So the Kiki challenge all started with a guy named Shiggy. And he danced to the song In My Feelings by Drake, the song that we just heard coming in from Drake. Great song. And he's just dancing. If you look at the original post, he's just dancing along to the song, doing a little thing, kind of looking like Carlton from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's cute, right? That's fine. That was the In My Feelings challenge as it originated. Then people started doing that same dance in different places, being escalated by celebrities. One being Will Smith. He decided to do the In My Feelings Challenge on top of a bridge in Budapest a couple of weeks ago. So it was escalated to a point where people probably felt, well, we can't take it any further than dancing on a bridge in Budapest like Will Smith. No, but we can one-up you. We're going to start doing the dance while exiting a moving vehicle and then video it at the same time that the vehicle is rolling. So where did do we know how that started? Like who was the first person to do it in a car that it then all of a sudden got people... You know, getting run over and stuff. Well, now there was a post from Sierra on July 8th where she exited a vehicle in Cape Town, South South Africa, and she was dancing with her husband, Russell Wilson, on vacation. And she said, when you and Bay do the shiggy on top of the Cape Town on your honeymoon. But the vehicle was stationary, Bradley. They exited the car and then they danced. And it was quite lovely. The vehicle was stationary. They didn't hurt themselves. Wow. It was fine. Now you're seeing all these uh, all these challenges where people are exiting their cars and they're running into things and they're hurting themselves. Now, this has become such a thing that actual police and for- law enforcement agencies are issuing warnings oh God, I to love- tell you not so- to do the challenge because you will get hurt. And in fact, they are going to find people if they find you doing the In My Feelings challenge walking outside of your car with the door open. I mean, for the love, people are literally running into other people. They're running into light posts. It is dangerous. Yeah, no, I was watching the video from the Mumbai police and the guy who, you know, hits the, (laughs) hits the, um, Light pole is delightful. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, it's, you a just little, know. it's a little Darwin awardish, to be honest, where it's like, okay, you decided to do this. It's stupid. And then as a result, you get hurt. But honestly, you could get really hurt doing the Kiki challenge. And this is a worldwide phenomenon. And uh, police from around the world, India, Spain, the United States, Malaysia, and uh, the UAE have all issued warnings saying not to do the Kiki challenge because we're going to find you if you do. You know, it's interesting. I always wonder, like, what is the thing that makes these challenges go viral? I, I mean, and clearly that's, you know, there's there's some secret sauce in there because we don't really know. Right. Um, because I was thinking about that the other day, like, why this? Why is it this one that everybody's you know suddenly stuck on again Mm -hmm. well i think the song is good for one in my feelings everybody likes drake drake has having a moment he's had a moment for the past couple of years and then i think there's that escalation part when people are showing off their videos and then they're trying to one-up each other i mean it's like how we got to the tide pod challenge and people were putting tide pods and baking them on pizzas and then eating them oh god that's so dumb okay um All right. Well, if you okay, so the antithesis of this, meaning a challenge that's going to put people's life at risk, is not a good idea. No, don't do it. You were to come up with, say, like the least dangerous challenge. Yeah. You know, the most banal challenge that could go viral and everybody would do. 
I mean, what would you do? Something that requires you to do absolutely nothing except be yourself. Oh! Yeah! Should we do that? I think so. Look, we're going to issue a challenge here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We want you to do the second to last photo challenge. Here's how you do it. Use the hashtag second to last photo challenge and upload the second to last photo that you took on your phone. This is totally easy. Okay, so second to last photo challenge. You're telling me I go to my photos here. Yeah, you go to your photos. Go on your phone. to go to my phone. And I do the second to last photo on my camera roll. That's it. That's all you have to do. And then where do I do I tweet it? Yeah, just tweet it. Instagram it. Do it. Tag us. Hashtag second to last photo challenge. What's your Twitter handle, Bradley? At Bradley Trainer. And I'm at Holly D. Roberts. So just do this. I don't want anyone to walk out of a moving vehicle. Yeah, so all... Just sit on your butt and be safe because we love you. Literally, all you have to do is go to your phone, click a few things, and you're done. That's it. That's a viral challenge, courtesy of Colleen and Bradley and Holly. And frankly, it's not viral. We don't say, but anyway, do it. Yeah. We'll uh, highlight some of them during the show today. Hashtag second to last photo challenge. None of this Kiki challenge stuff. No Kiki. No. Unless that's the second to last photo on your camera roll. Now, when we come back, we have not talked about this Les Moonves piece uh, in the New Yorker. Holly's got all the details, and she's going to tell us whether she thinks this latest investigative report is credible and uh, some of the details therein. We'll learn more about Les Moonves 